Thought Bubble Audio. Hi, I'm Kirsty. And I'm Kelsey. And it's time to hate watch with us. Welcome to our variety show for sarcastic people who are recording at 10 o'clock on a Sunday. What a choice. We're making so many choices, but you know what? A very special mission has brought us here tonight at 10.01 on a Sunday. It sure has. It kind of happened to us, too. I don't it happened, think... It happened to us. Yeah. It also structurally was a little built into the schedule just because it's about to be Outlander season again. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. But Spoiler. Then, but then things happened to us that we weren't quite anticipating yeah and by us i really just mean me here in this moment because <laughs> the real jesus take the wheels <laughs> truly <laughs> truly in every conceivable way <laughs> we really we really set out to talk to you here tonight about one thing yep but you know one thing leads to another and I I went on a spiritual journey <laughs> prepping for this episode. <laughs> and I think I really came out the other end a stronger woman for it. We always do. <laughs> we always do. <laughs> so, um, so because it's about to be the start of Outlander again, we wanted to do some... Outlander adjacent content, by which we always just mean we wanted an excuse to talk about Sam Hewen for an hour. Right. Especially because there's a lot of things about season five that I can't deal with, slash season four. <laughs> yeah, this is not this is not Kelsey's time in the Outlander canon. No. And so we're all So rather here- than having me like bring my negativity into this this space we're just bringing some um some man <laughs> we're just bringing some manpower yeah <laughs> i like how far you got into that sentence before you realized you were in trouble <laughs> Oh, it's good. It's, um, it's very good. Yeah, so some time ago, and Kelsey, you'll have to remind me how this happened, but we, I think, just learned from IMDb or something that Sam Hewen has been in other projects. I think this was a time when we were watching A Princess for Christmas. <laughs> a, a, a prince, yes, A Princess for Christmas. That's <laughs> a Christmas for princess. <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> We're very well at this moment. <laughs> but yeah, it was when we were watching that for a time. Um, we were looking on IMDb. And we discovered this movie existed in the world. <laughs> And this movie 
is called When the Starlight Ends. <laughs> and it's a little indie project. And so when we started looking into this, we were like, sure, that's one thing. <laughs> but then you go on IMDb and you open that trailer right up. Yep. And there's Sam Hewen with his his hair from 2018 before they started wearing wigs because the hair dye made his hair fall out. Yep. And he's in a bar and he's smoking a cigarette. And then he just starts talking in an American accent. <laughs> a very bad, bad American accent. He sounds accent. like a drunk bear. <laughs> he sounds kind of like how Nicole Kidman sounds. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime she's asked to speak because her accent is just not real. Yes. And th- that's how it feels. And so there was a lot happening, but that, none of it, none of it was things we could look past. <laughs> so here we are to talk about it. Yeah. This is another one of those times that we gave someone a collective, like, $8 to, <laughs> to, yeah. to watch this content. <laughs> Yeah, no, I spent, I I mean, it's fake money because I spent Google survey money on it. Right. But I spent money so that I would own it in perpetuity (laughs) on a streaming platform. (laughs) Like, you know how Google Play gives you the option to rent or to buy? I made the choice to buy it because I was like, this could go one of two ways. I could either never watch this film ever again, or this could be the only film that I ever need. (laughs) Where do you think you came down on this? (laughs) You know what? I'm just going to say this. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing ever vanishes. It just changes its form. Of my four notes I took on this movie, one of them is Kirstie is now the proud owner of this fine film. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Yeah, oh. so I I own this film. Um Yeah. <laughs> this film. This film. Yeah. Um. So, and then we're going to talk about another film, but we're going to sit on that for a minute because I think we need to get there naturally. Yeah. Okay. So, where do you want to start with the motion picture? When the starlight ends. <laughs> well, I want to start with, like, what we knew going into it. Okay. Which was, we knew that Sam Hewn was in it, and we knew yes. he had a bad accent and bad hair. Yes. And we knew that Dr. Oz's daughter <laughs> was his love interest. <laughs> which is just a yikes and a half. A yikes. <laughs> um, and then we also knew... That there was some drama 
in the Sam Hewen fan community <laughs> about yes. whether you should see this movie or not because he wasn't happy with the final result. Uh, there is an an article that was published on February 15th of 2018 that was titled, When the Starlight Ends, Should Sam Hewen Fans Buy or Boycott? Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's the one. And when you Google When the Starlight Ends, the second result on Google autofill is When the Starlight Ends Controversy. And this Ooh. is really the only article that comes up under that search. Why? <laughs> <laughs> So, that's what we do. And and then we started it. <laughs> and then we started watching it. And as often happens on this show, because of the subject matter in which we deal, it just, it felt difficult to keep a handle on what was happening at any given moment. <laughs> It it felt a lot like a film school project. Yeah. It didn't feel a lot like a real film. And, like, granted, I know nothing about the production of this fine, fine film. But, <laughs> boy, well, oh, been boy. I reading an interview with, <clears throat> with the director, and he did say that he learned... A lot from this film. <laughs> Sounds like a Dave. He said, the film is one interpretation of that, meaning the script. And yeah, I think it gets across some of what I was trying to get across. And some of it didn't quite work. And a lot of that was my own fault. <laughs> this was really my first budget, being a writer and director. So I learned a ton during this. Oh, We just boy. wrapped on my second film which had a similar budget, and I'm in the editing room now, and there's so much I learned just going from one film to the next on what works and what doesn't work. I was very ambitious on certain things on Starlight, and it didn't quite get there. <laughs> it sure didn't. <laughs> I would say that, like, step one is probably, like, not alienating your cast. Yeah, wild. But, like, what wild, do I know? Wild. wild. Like, should I... We... Yes, we should. I was going to say, should we address what exactly Sam Hewen posted on the internet about this film? Oh, yeah, that was not what I was going <laughs> to oh. Yes, do that. If you have that <laughs> at hand. I do. Of course I do. <laughs> okay, great. As if I don't come to the show prepared. Right. So, he had... I think this was on Facebook. He posted a picture of him and Miss Oz, as it were. <laughs> and he wrote, When the Starlight Ends was a brilliant script by Adam Seigel. Seigel? 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 Doesn't matter. Whatever. And a real passion project for me. A movie we managed to shoot in the break. Unfortunately, I didn't think it was finished. I haven't been allowed to see a cut, nor has the director slash writer. It was a learning curve working in independent cinema. We had a great cast, Arabella Oz, and crew who worked to create something special. It's sad that it has been taken out of our hands by the financiers. They have decided to release their own version. Hope one day to see a version that is true to the wonderful script we set out to make. Boy, oh boy. Ooh, buddy. 
so it, having seen this movie, I just it really just generates more questions than answers. Yes. Like what part of it <laughs> was the good part? <laughs> Yeah. Well, so I I told you I had a hypothesis. Yeah. And I did find a a rough draft of the script which is supposedly the draft that was used for shooting. Oh god. Which I've now read at this point. <laughs> Not in sure. full, but I've read enough of it. I mean, scripts okay. are at least so hard to read. Yeah. Um I've read every page of it, but I skimmed. Anyway. Um so I had a hypothesis as to what might have been different. And this script did little to nothing to really explain <laughs> <laughs> what the what the concerns were. Oh no. About this film. But oh, we'll no. get to it. We'll get there. Should we tell everyone what this movie is about? Yes. Go for it. Oh, God. I will try. Get us there. So, the whole thing is kind of like a fever dream. <laughs> <laughs> but the gist of it is that Sam Hewen is a writer who has writer feelings. Mm-hmm. And he is dating this girl who basically lets him quit his job and like live for free with her to do his writing things and then he like has some moderate but not real success with his writing career and also has like 7000 dream sequences mm-hmm. in which he's living out his book Mm-hmm. I think. And then also he has relationship problems. And that's, yeah, they end up breaking up. <laughs> yes. And he counts the days occasionally. Yeah. As <laughs> he to counts how long, the days. How long it will be until they break up yeah. for the sake of plot and how long it's been since they broke up. Yeah. For the sake of the plot moving forward, which it does in the last, like, ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, it's super unclear what they're going for at any given time. And, it, yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, it's basically just like tortured writer boy, yeah, has everything he wants in life except the ability to be mediocre, <laughs> which is all the love of his life has ever wanted from him, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, like, basically all it is. Yeah. Um, except it goes on for f- far too long. 
It's like a two-hour movie. It's not, though. Remember, I was so excited it was like 85 minutes or something, but it felt like eight minutes. years. 86 oh, minutes. Are you going to really? <laughs> yes, because I <laughs> just happened to be on one minute off. You said. <laughs> okay, damn it. but you know, that one minute exists in an eternity. <laughs> Everyone I've ever known, even the people I've forgotten, are still here with me somewhere. <laughs> oh no. Somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> Everything I ever wrote was about her. 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 <laughs> Except it's even more like growly than that. Like her, her, her. <laughs> I couldn't do it if I tried. <laughs> I've never heard anyone pronounce ours that way in my life. He like draws them out in this like raspy breath, and I think he was—I think it was a character thing. Like I think he was going for something, and also he didn't have a good dialect coach. No. In my mind, like, this is, this movie is what happens to everyone who spends too much time in L.A. Yeah. Like, this mess. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, like, because plot isn't important here, and we don't need to spend any time on it, what I do want to spend some time on is, um, costume choices. <laughs> oh, sure. Sure. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I don't know where to begin, but it may be... I know where to begin. I can, t- I can take us. <laughs> I have one of I'm two ready. things it's gonna be. I'm ready for this one. So there's right. a scene where he works in an office. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> his lady love goes into the office to take him out for lunch to tell him that he can quit his job and she'll financially support him yep. so that he can be a writer. Yeah. And... This is Sam Hewen. He's a large <laughs> gent. He's the winner of Hot and Tall in perpetuity. Like, he is a large <laughs> He's large. Sir. He's a this large This is when sir. he was, like, really up on his charity CrossFit, too. Yeah, this was, like, this was, like, when his pecs started to get, like, completely out of control. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so he's sitting <laughs> in this tiny little cubicle. Ridiculously small cubicle. And he was wearing, like, a blue button-up shirt and some stupid color tie. Yeah. And, like... That, like, somehow didn't fit in any way. It somehow didn't fit him, and it looked... Like, <laughs> for any of you who've seen the animated film The Incredibles, yeah. it looked like Mr. Incredible driving his, like, smart car home from his fake insurance job in, like, superhero witness protection. Mm-hmm. And he's just, like, sitting there hunched over wearing his little reading glasses and his stupid little tie. And, like, I've seen Sam Hewen in a button-down shirt. It can be done in a way that looks human. I don't know what <laughs> they put what on happened? his body. Like, what happened? Well, like, How did never mind that, that he also has, like, outlander hair that, like, you don't <laughs> see on people <laughs> in a, an office setting. I know. It was, they kept his hair long the entire movie, and it was just like, why? 
<laughs> he looked like he literally looked like the den bonnet. Like it, it was, was so like the, red. It was like not good. No, he looked like a caveman the entire time. There's all these scenes where he's like all sad about his life and he's just like standing mopily in dark rooms with his caveman hair (laughs) and it was like sure enough the redcoats will never find you (laughs) (laughs) um another costume piece i wanted to talk about was his, like, jorts and Hawaiian shirt ensemble. (laughs) (laughs) There's a time that I think happens, like, for a while, where he becomes his neighbor. Yes. Who wears Hawaiian shirts and jorts, so then he wears Hawaiian shirts and jorts. Yes. And it's not a look I ever wanted I'm nope. just gonna say, go out on a limb and say that. Yeah, no, didn't want that one. No, thank you. No, thank you. You know the real missed opportunity of this film? What? Is that there were times when Sam Hewen was basically naked. And so that even isn't... Yeah, well, I mean, he was, like, shirtless under a sheet, so close enough. <laughs> but, like, and there's that whole scene where they go skinny dipping, Oh, that's sure. very suggestive. But anyway, <laughs> so those like those things aren't even wardrobe's fault. And all of that considered, there was not a single moment in this film when I looked at that man and had a single sexual feeling for him. None. Zero. Like, I think it's a failure of wardrobe. I think it's a failure of lighting. I think it's an incredible failure of cinematography. Like, who the fuck was behind that camera that they couldn't apply <laughs> even the male gaze to Sam Hewen, let alone the female gaze? Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's a travesty. It's a travesty. <laughs> Absolute wasted time. Oh, yeah. What a disappointment. But also, like, it was what I thought it would be. Yes, it was exact. The only time it deviated from what I expected was when he's in that weird fever dream where it's, like, a scene out of his book where, like, an alien is holding him hostage in his car. Was that the green screen car scene? No. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. They all ran together. There's one scene where he's driving the car, and I literally could not tell you whether it was intentionally the worst green screen I've ever seen, or whether that was an accident, but it looks like those scenes, like, I'm trying to even think of it. Like, if you were watching a, like, sketch comedy show and they wanted to pretend like they were driving and there was, like, one background behind them and, like, you could see the big outline of green around them, that's what yeah. it looked like. Yeah, like, when they used to have, like, the the car on, like, the, the platforms, like, they have on yeah. the fake cars at the mall and it would just sort of, like, bounce around while the right. thing rolls in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it looked like that. And I didn't know what to do with that. Yeah, it was a choice. 
This whole movie was a choice. So my hypothesis had been that that whole middle section where there's the weird subplot with his neighbor. Yeah. Where he, like, changes places with his neighbor narratively. And mm-hmm. they explore, like, whether or not the neighbor's wife is cheating on him as a way to explore whether or not his girlfriend is unhappy with him. Yeah. Um, I thought maybe that whole section was going to be the section that caused the riff mm-hmm. creatively with the team. Because to me, of all of the various moving parts in this film, that was the one that seemed the most out of place. Mm. I have now read the script. <laughs> and <laughs> regret to inform you. Oh, no. That that, that it, whole 20-minute sequence yeah. is written directly into the script. Boy, oh boy. As filmed. So the only thing that seems to be different about the script is a couple of things happen in a slightly different order. Like, the thing with the neighbor happens pretty much off the top. Mm-hmm. And the thing with the alien lady happens, like, kind of in the middle. Mm-hmm. And then all of the stuff with, like, her reading the novel that's about their life and getting mad about it, and then her just sort of slowly falling out of love with him, that sort of takes up the last bit. Mm-hmm. In a more concentrated way. Okay. Than the final edit does. But other than that, the only thing I can tell that's any different is in the scene where they ultimately break up, she explains herself a little better. Mm. And that's So, it. like, certainly not enough to warrant that kind of a Facebook post. I cannot see anything in here that explains what the mm. fuck happened. And as I said, like, I've read every page but i didn't read it carefully so maybe there's some like nuance here but really how fucking deep could this movie actually be (laughs) right i i can't even see like a deleted scene or anything like it's pretty straightforward it is and they also wouldn't have had the kind of budget where they could have filmed like a ton of extra content and let it left Mm -mm. it on the cutting room floor so like Mm -mm. (sighs) yikes um the one thing that I did glean from the script is that thing where he counts. Yep. The days all the time. Yep. He admits that that was a stolen literary device. Uh, sure. Sure, sure, but sure. But only smart, well-read people would would know. Sure. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Hmm? So, when we finish this movie... <laughs> <laughs> We were in a state. <laughs> like, this this film really fucked me up. <laughs> Kirstie was unwell. I was unwell at the end of this. Yeah. And I suggested a, an antidote <laughs> to this movie. What really happened is I looked at my life... And I looked at my choices. Yeah. And I texted Kelsey and said, is Sam Heumann a bad actor? (laughs) (laughs) And I've just been wrong this whole time. Like, we have taken a strong stance as a podcast that Sam Heumann is a good actor. (laughs) 
And then I watched this and I was like, oh no. <laughs> Oh, yeah. (laughs) But Kelsey had some good news for me. I had good news, which was, there's another movie that Sam Hewen was in. (laughs) And it's delightful. (laughs) And I had seen it three, four times. And Kiersey had (laughs) kind of ignored it. When I brought it up, <laughs> pretending yeah, been, like it didn't exist. <laughs> I've been backburnering this film for a long time. Like, I figured at some point I'd watch it, it'd be like, fine, whatever. Like, you know how you, yeah. like, go to a sleepover and your friends, like, make you watch stuff? It's like, fine, I'll watch it. Yeah. Yeah. But then she watched it. <laughs> but then I watched this film. This film that Sam Hewen was a star in. <laughs> And <laughs> you had a sexual awakening. <laughs> this film restored my health and my vitality. <laughs> yes. It sure did. Are you slacking me right now? Yeah, I had to send you a couple of interviews as I close out of them. <laughs> like, what is happening? <laughs> I'm okay. getting rid of all okay. of my anyway. Starlight-related content to make the space in my heart and mind for the film okay. we're about to discuss. Okay. What film is that, okay. Kirsty? That film is The Spy Who Dumped Me. It Which sure is a film is. that stars Mila Kunis and Kate McKinnon mm-hmm. and Sam Hewen. Mm-hmm. And was a film that was all fucking up in my social media when they were doing press tour. Yeah. Both because of the people I follow on social media, i.e. Sam Hewen, and just because of my demographic. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, any of you who were around when press was happening for this film, you'll, you'll probably appreciate where I was at with it, where it was like, yes, this seems like a fun and funny film. Good job, everyone. I feel like the marketing was not there. (laughs) The marketing was not good. It was not good. And, like, they did so much press for it, but it was basically just like, we had fun making this movie. Go see it. Yeah. Yeah. But we're here to spread the good word. (laughs) Yeah, I was not well prepared for the pure joy and delight Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. this film was able to provide me. Mm -hmm. I watched it back-to-back with... This, whatever the first movie was. <laughs> so I us. basically spent... Yeah, <laughs> whatever that one is. I spent, like, four hours with Sam Hewen that night. Yeah. And what a nice way to end our time together. Yeah. It, it always is. Yeah. So what is this movie? <laughs> this movie is a comedy spy movie? 
um, about f- friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's about friendship, guys. Um, it's kind of our, like purely our shit. It really is. Um, it's about friends who get like caught up in this spy drama because of men. And they have to go to, on, like, this Euro trip to help resolve the spy drama. (laughs) (laughs) And um, it's all hijinks all the time. It's pure hijinks and thirst. Yeah. (laughs) That's it. That's the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. It's, what I like about it is that it's, like, a friendship movie, and then it's a rom-com. Yes. <laughs> like, versus the other way around. And it's not, like, because of that, the rom-com aspect is not very heavily weighted. So yeah, you get to, like, all. spend all of your time being, like, rooting for this beautiful man mm-hmm. and rooting for your lead character to eventually kiss this beautiful man but without it feeling like this beautiful man is going to solve all of the problems of the universe like he gets to just be a beautiful prop Ugh, he really does his job in this movie he does his fucking job this is what we said when we started watching Outlander, but he walked on set every goddamn day and he knew exactly who he was and why he was there and what they were paying for yep. him for. And he just fucking delivered. Yep. That's correct. Yeah. Ugh. I'm just thinking about everything. <laughs> him walking down that <laughs> hallway. Oh. God. <laughs> so he's like a spy, and he is. So she, Mila Kunis, is dating the spy that she doesn't know he's a spy. And yeah. somehow Sam Hewen finds her and is like, "Your boyfriend's a spy." Yeah. And so you, so now you're part of it. And then she has to go to Vienna, and he shows up, and he's like, you gotta give me this thing, and then he has to save her from a whole situation, and then he's, like, hooked. Yeah. Now he's gotta protect her from the international crime gang that wants the thing, whatever. Yeah. And the whole time, he's just this, like, very suave, very chill, very Mm -hmm. nice British guy. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm into it. And he's... He's just fucking cool. He's got his blonde hair. Mm. It looks so good. Mm-hmm. There's this one scene where he's, like, mm. running around shooting agents in between, like, dodging grenades. Mm-hmm. And he, like, goes to hide behind this wall, and his bangs mm-hmm. fall into his eye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in, like, just such a way. And it's like, oh, you roguish devil. Yeah. (laughs) That's so good. (laughs) It's so good. (laughs) And then he just, like, whips out from behind the wall and, like, charges down a hallway. And it's, like, I have seen that scene in my brain so many times. Like, I 
thought about watching that movie again the next night just because I wanted to watch him do that walk again. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think I've... Yes. Yes. (laughs) There's only a few reasons why I've watched this movie so many times. (laughs) That hallway scene is the first reason. (laughs) It's just like... Like, it makes me wonder how people put up with rom-coms with, like, Hugh Grant. Because, like, how do <laughs> Listen, you watch stop. this shit when you don't have the raw animal magnetism <laughs> no, that's of fair. Sam Hewitt? <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, nobody- <laughs> nobody's going back through Hugh Grant's catalog looking for the gifts of him walking a specific no. way. <laughs> They're not. <sighs> yeah. God, every single time he had an outfit change, Kiersey and I were like, ooh, look at that hoodie. <laughs> look at him in that outfit. <laughs> oh, and you know what? In this movie, they did put him in multiple button-ups and ties. Mm-hmm. And he looked like an actual human with normal human proportions. <laughs> he did. He did. So I do know that this is possible. Part of me also, like, my um, canon for how this went down is that because he really wants to be cast as James Bond, he, like, mm-hmm. looked at this script and was like, yes, this will help me. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is his audition reel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God. I just just love the idea of Sam Hewitt sitting there watching the dailies and just being like, yeah. (laughs) This is going to get me there. little notes to himself and try to figure out how to incorporate it to the next scene. Okay, I feel like it's not that far off, though. It's not at all. It's so plausible. That's what makes it so beautiful. Oh my god, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. Also, it's, like, genuinely very funny. It is a very funny movie, and they do an actually good job of lady humor mm-hmm. and lady friendships. Mm-hmm. Which, like, this is a constant beef for me because I feel like lady humor is, like, its own special trope hell, especially yeah. these days. And not everyone nails it. No. But they nailed it. They nailed so many different things about female friendship. So many! They're so good at it. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoy it. I It is so much fun. It is so silly and so fun. Mm-hmm. And I, so one of the things I didn't expect from all of their press was for Mila Kunis and Sam Hewen to have any chemistry at all, because they have none when they do press together. I kind of felt like they still didn't have any, honestly. Except, Except? that Sam Hewen has chemistry 
Well, yeah. With every living thing around <laughs> Except for Dr. Oz's daughter. <laughs> Except for Dr. Oz's daughter. <laughs> but really, like, how could you expect him to overcome that? No, he couldn't. Um, and And all of the chemistry between the two of them was him doing the heavy lifting. Always. Always. He pulled out a lot of things that were just a little too Jamie Fraser for my comfort. Like what? Like, it just all of his little, he, just little things he does with his face, you know? Mm. Just little little smiles. Little I thought we liked grins. those things. <laughs> I love them so much, but it's just like, <laughs> I know what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're playing here. Mm-hmm. And the thing of it is, is that he's so well-versed in it that he's just better at it than Mila Kunis. Yeah, I feel like she's ob- she was the weaker of the friends. Yes. I mean, she's, but like, fine. She does her job. She's fine. She's fine. I feel that way about her in general, though. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I agree. Like, the press material they did was, like, didn't sell me on any part of <laughs> movie. No. But it's an actually good movie. I know. Any of you who've listened to the show for any length of time will know that, like, I don't react out loud when I watch things. Mm Mm-mm. And I laughed out loud consistently. Mm Mm-hmm. Throughout this movie. You know, that was the other thing that, like, really, like, comforted my soul with regards to Sam Hewen is that he's so fucking funny in this movie. He is funny. He's so funny. Like, his comedic timing is just choice. Yeah, it definitely makes me want more Sam Hewen rom-coms, but not whatever, not any in L.A. Just stay stay away. <laughs> no, stay out of L.A. <laughs> yeah. He... He should get a rom-com canon. Right? I tell you what, I would go to theaters to watch that shit, guys. Wow. Those are big yeah. words. That's big. That's fucking big. <laughs> Just like Did Sam they have Hewen. to, like, guarantee that there's a scene with him charging down a hallway? Uh, they'd either have to guarantee that or some amount of shirtlessness. Okay. Or, you know, I'd also deal with just some amount of kissing. <laughs> Look at Kirsty rooting for the kissing. <laughs> that scene at the end where they finally kiss, he, like, that was, like, a real Jamie Fraser moment. He, like, goes in and he, like, he, like, does this thing with his hips, y'all. And it was just like, <laughs> whoa, mama. <laughs> It's meant to be, like, their first kiss, and it's supposed to be this very, like, sweet little, like, kiss. Mm -hmm. And he just, just brings it all in. (laughs) He knows who he's here to please. He knows. He knows. (laughs) Uh, He just goes for it, and it was very rewarding. Mm. Mm -hmm. It's, It's all very rewarding. It was. Also, more movies should be made with the female gaze, is all I'm saying. Yeah, this was so fun. It's so much fun. It's so much fun to be pandered to. Right? It's like, no wonder men are so entitled about it all the time. (laughs) (laughs) 
I know. It's it's just really fun. Yeah. So, like, you guys should watch it. And the main takeaway is, like, I stand by what we have said all throughout our Outlander content, which is that Sam Hewen is a fucking good actor. And he is so incredibly hot. Like, so incredibly. So incredibly. My favorite thing from our watching of this movie was when he went down the hallway and Kirstie texted me and said, that is my sexual orientation. (laughs) But then, that scene keeps going. I know. (laughs) I need to replay that joke like five or six times. (laughs) We just kept texting each other and being like, and that. And that's also. That's also. <laughs> oh yeah. God. It just like it was one of those moments where it felt like it was built by algorithm to get to like a part of my lizard brain that I didn't even mm-hmm. know like hadn't been triggered in a minute. I felt like so validated. I'm still riding this high of being right about this movie because I was it was like so long that I had kept like every time I watched it I would tell you I was watching it and I'd send you a Snapchat of him being hot and you'd be like, yeah, okay. She just like quietly plugged away at it. She kept being like, it's a good movie. It's a good <laughs> no movie. response. You should watch it. It's a good movie. Which, to be fair, <laughs> Kelsey is notorious for understating the facts. <laughs> Am I? <laughs> so it's a good movie could have meant a range of things. Sure. And based on my personal bias, I chose the end of the spectrum that served me the best in not yep. watching content. Yep. I have since learned that I was better served by watching content. See? <laughs> That's all I've said to you for like a week. See? (laughs) See? Do you know how many times this week I've almost gone back and watched it again? (laughs) Please tell me when you do so I can too. (laughs) I want to watch it so badly. (laughs) But then I was like, I keep not doing it because I'm afraid that if I start rewatching it, then I'm going to rewatch it like all the time. I definitely had a few times where I was like, I'm just going to watch the parts where he's hot, and then I'm going to shut it off, and then I don't shut it off. I definitely, definitely want the cut that's yeah. just the scenes of him being hot. Right. Just, like, back to back. <laughs> that's all I really need out of this movie. That's, but like, It's really, it's a good movie, it's a funny movie, but also, like, sometimes that's all you need. Sometimes that's all you need. Like, he's just so hot. He's so hot. It is a good movie, though. And it is actually, yeah. like, really funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that movie is here for you on Prime if his, like, yes. weird new wig isn't doing it for you next week when Outlander starts or whenever the fuck th- where this comes out. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. So, um, we're going to be watching Outlander. We're not scheduled to talk about it until Outlander's over, but, like, you know where to find us if you want to talk about Outlander, because you know it's all we're going to be thinking about for, like, every Mm -hmm. second of every day from now until, when does it fucking end? Like, April? 
Meg. Yeah. Sometime in there. That's and a also, long time. On on the Sam Hewen note, if anyone has leads on his whiskey, we need to acquire a bottle. Yes, I did put my name on a list for pre-order. However, the pre-order has been challenging because they decided to sell it in California first. Yeah. Because why? I Um, heard they only have a certain number of states' licenses right now. Yeah. Like five. So. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So if you guys have leads, hit us up because that will be necessary. And I'd like to be able to critique the bottle design in person because the bottle yeah. design is a nightmare. Mm-hmm. It is. But that's okay. We're going to try it. We'll see how it goes. Yep. Yep. Um, if there's any other Sam Human content that we should be watching, please let us know about that, too. <laughs> Definitely please let us know. Guys, nothing has been scarier to me in my whole entire life than the two hours where I thought Sam Hewen might not be a good actor. (laughs) (laughs) And that you weren't attracted to him for two hours. And that I wasn't attracted to him. Like, that's the longest I've ever not been attracted to him since I knew he existed. And that was really upsetting. Yeah, it is upsetting. Yeah. So find us more Sam Hewen content, please. Thank you. Yes, please. Um, is that, is that all we have for Sam Hewen appreciation? I think, I think that might be it. At this Sam moment. Sam Hewen is great. I texted Kelsey, and I think we talked about it during our Outlander episodes back in the day, but, like, the thing that I think is the most powerful about Sam Hewen is that he somehow got through all of my, like, iron fortresses of protection as a grown woman of this earth. <laughs> and made me feel like an insane 13-year-old again. Right? Like, how many I, hours go by in between when you think of Sam Hewen every day? Like, two? Maybe? It's really predicated around how active he's being on social media. Yeah, that's fair. Like, right <laughs> now... Lacey City. <laughs> yeah, right now he's posting a lot of stuff from his most recent magazine shoot. And so it's been, like, 15 minutes. my favorite pastime is sending you every single thing he posts in direct messages even though we've already seen it's so good i look forward to it so much when i have days when i can't get to my phone and i just i open it up after like hours and hours and hours and there's just like seven pictures from sam hewitt's stories it's great it's so good. Anyway, guys, Sam Hewen's hot, and he's a good actor, and you should watch The Spy That Dumped Me or whatever, and don't watch that weird <laughs> indie movie. Don't ever watch that movie. But if you do, make sure that you have a plan for when that movie ends <laughs> to remind yourself of how much you love Sam Hewen because you're going to need it. Yeah. Yeah. You need a strategy there. You need a strategy. You need a plan. Yep. You need a buddy system. Yeah. Oh my god, Kelsey, imagine if we hadn't been watching together that night. (gasps) Imagine how I felt the first time I watched it and you weren't watching it with me. No, not that movie. The bad one. Oh. (laughs) I mean that too. But like... (laughs) 
imagining what would have happened if I'd been watching that movie by myself and then I had to like close my laptop and walk into my bedroom and like go to bed <laughs> and like try to go to sleep with with the without knowing <laughs> without the closure. Yeah, that would have been I don't know how you would have gotten out of bed in the morning. Like, like, what if it had been one of those times when you went to sleep before me, and oh no. and I was just texting into the abyss, and <laughs> and I just had to leave it hanging, and I that couldn't sad, save you until the morning. Text. Yeah, that would have been bad. It would have been the, so upsetting. This is where I think like the universe really just like brought us to this place over the weekend because like. We weren't planning on watching either movie together, and then we watched the first one together, and then just rolled right into this one. It was just like it was meant to be, you know? It truly was. (laughs) It was the spirit of Sam. (laughs) It was the spirit of Sam and the spirit of Hate Watch. Yeah. The spirit of Hate Watch always guides us. Powerful forces. (laughs) It tells us what we need, and what we need is more Sam (laughs) Hewen. Always. Always. Um, anyway, if if you would anyway. like to communicate with us about Sam Hewen or other things, but, like, mainly that, um, you can send us tweets or GIFs or links to content, um, at HateWatchWithUs on Twitter. You can also send us some stuff, uh, via email at HateWatchWithUs. Nope. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> At hatewatchwithus at gmail.com. Christ. Um, <laughs> or you can leave us a five-star review for this excellent content on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to podcasts right now. Um, we also have a website, hatewatchwithus.com. And we also have friends. Do you want to talk about our friends? Yeah, so we have friends who also do podcasts, and they're over at the Thought Bubble Audio Network, and they have other shows, um, and they talk about, like, comic books and TV and movies and stuff, and you can find them at the Thought Bubble Audio Network. Nope, at Thought Bubble FM. <laughs> See? <laughs> See? <laughs> Just... Okay, in fairness, I refreshed Instagram, and Sam Hewitt has a new story. <laughs> oh, no. I need to go look. <laughs> <laughs> it's just his magazine again. <laughs> He's really into that. Okay, they did this one picture in that magazine where they put him in a brown suit and a teal shirt, and the contrast and lighting is so bad, and he is really fucking feeling that picture, and it's like, dude, they goofed, yeah. they goofed that one. I don't like that one. Anyway, they're, so they're the Thought Bubble Audio Network. <laughs> And they're at Thought Bubble FM on Twitter. Ew, he likes Cliff Bars. And they are... <laughs> I you didn't have a reaction to that! <laughs> <laughs> ThoughtBubbleFM at gmail.com. And they have a website, ThoughtBubbleAudio.com. And you can find out more about their shows. And you can also find their Patreon if you look hard enough. And you can give them money so you can keep supporting important <laughs> podcasting about Sam Hewen like our show. Yeah. <laughs> that. That. <laughs> of course he fucking loves Cliff Bars. He does so much CrossFit. <laughs> You're so riled up right now. 
gonna have to pull you out of this hole again. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We hope you come back for our next episode. <laughs> Fuck. Oh. Yeah, I'm not. Wait. Maybe I was fine. Maybe we're fine. (laughs) I really hope so, because that'll be a really good blooper. (laughs) It, like, starts the metronome every time. (laughs)